Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Moscow Chamber of Commerce signs Memorandum of Corporation with the government of Antigua and Barbuda. Caribbean outlines proposals for closer collaboration with Africa. No change to the value of Barbados's currency as a republic. Relic Health contracted to provide its IUGO care platform to cardiology patients in Puerto Rico. And Biden nominates Jamaican-American as U.S. Attorney for New York's Southern District. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, September 8th. We start a report today in Antigua and Barbuda. The Antigua Newsroom reports that the Moscow Chamber of Commerce and Industry signed a Memorandum of Cooperation with the Government of Antigua and Barbuda. On behalf of the Moscow Chamber of Commerce, the document was signed by the Chamber's President, Mr. Valimir Poltonov, and for Antigua and Barbuda by Mr. Kemal O. Nicholson. It came with the appointment of Mr. Nicholson to the post of Economic Envoy to the Russian Federation by the government of Antigua and Barbuda. According to the document, the purpose of the corporation is aimed at establishing interactions and mutual beneficial partnerships between the business communities of Moscow region, Antigua and Barbuda. The main areas of interest outlined by the memorandum are innovation, industry, energy and energy saving, information technology, digital economy, trade of services, investments, business developments, agriculture and various other areas of mutual interest. There are no small countries, Mr. Platonov said. The island state of Antigua and Barbuda is interested in pursuing economic relations in a variety of ways and diverse applicable methods. We have already managed to build a bridge between our countries. Today, a graduate of a Russian university co-signed the memorandum, and appropriately, Mr. Nicholson who has recently graduated from higher education institution, now came to Russia as an economic envoy to promote the development of economic relations with capitals and other entrepreneurs. The historic first Africa CARICOM Summit was held on Tuesday, September 7th. The three-hour summit, which was live-streamed, featured statements from CARICOM and African leaders. Antigua and Barbuda's Prime Minister Gaston Brown, who is also the CARICOM chairman, told the summit it was important to establish structures of cooperation to promote their mutual socioeconomic interests, increasing investment and trade, and people-to-people exchanges between Africa and the Caribbean. We should resist being pushed into margins of international decision-making and collaborate on decisions to restructure the global financial architecture on global taxation, de-risking, climate change, and repatriations, among others. Brown said that the success of the African Union's medical supply platform, which provided life-saving vaccines to the Caribbean people, has shown that we have the capacity to cooperate and collaborate. 
Brown said that between the nations of the African Union and CARICOM, we are a population of approximately 1.4 billion people with great natural and wealth creating resources, including oil, gas, agricultural, mineral, forestry, tourism, fisheries, and much more. We are the suppliers of vital commodities to the global community and a strong market for the good and services of Europe and North America. Additionally, together we have the voting power of 69 nations in the United Nations and all its subsidiary organizations, including the World Trade Organization. We have global bargaining power, but only if we use it effectively. Brown said that as a result, he was proposing four areas of cooperation, including nominating September 7th every year as African Caribbean Day. We should charge the secretariats of the African Union and CARICOM to present us within six months of today for approval at our meeting next year, the founding charter and a memorandum of operation of our forum, including proposals to overcome existing obstacles to trade and investment, Brown said, adding that consideration should also be given to a multilateral air services agreement and an investment protection as well as a double taxation agreement between Africa and CARICOM states. Should we agree to establish these pillars of cooperation, I urge both secretariats not to over-bureaucratize these initiatives. We must keep our arrangements lean and officious, Brown said, urging the leaders of the countries of the two regions to create the pathway of accord between Africa and the Caribbean, an accord worthy of our historic and contemporary struggles to overcome the legacy of racism, colonialism, exploitation, and global inequities. Brown said that the summit is taking place from the premise that Europe underdeveloped Africa and left the Caribbean undeveloped. Today, through their control of global financial, economic, and trading system, the major European nations and their North American allies continue to hold Africa, the Caribbean, and other developing countries in a trap of underdevelopment. He said there is also a need to create a forum of African and Caribbean territories and states managed jointly by the secretariats of the African Union and CARICOM. Third, every year hereafter, we should repeat this Africa Caricon Summit on this day, September 7, to analyze the global situation and our place within it, to discuss initiatives and programs, and to authorize joint actions. Our generation should not allow these systems that control us, that constrain us, to capture us to continue. This is starkly illustrated by the global control by a few rich countries of the production and distribution of vital vaccines to suppress the COVID-19 pandemic. He said that whereas 70% of the European Union and almost 60% of North Americans are fully vaccinated, only 3% of the African continent can say the same. We must establish structures of cooperation to promote our mutual socioeconomic interests, increasing investment and trade, 
and people-to-people exchanges between Africa and the Caribbean. Barbados Attorney General and Minister of Legal Affairs Dale Marshall has made it clear that there will be no change to the value of Barbados's currency when the country becomes a republic on November 30, 2021. Mr. Marshall emphasized this while responding to questions raised online by persons from the diaspora who participated in a town hall meeting organized by the Embassy of Barbados in Washington, D.C., United States of America. The Attorney General stressed that the switch to being a republic would have absolutely no bearing on the local currency, adding that the Barbadian dollar was tied to the United States dollar and would remain so. The change that we're making is in no way representative of or signifying any kind of instability. And in the event, our currency is tied to the U.S. currency, so there is no opportunity for intrinsic value to change, the Attorney General underlined. Mr. Marshall acknowledged that there would be a fiscal impact domestically by the way of changes to letterheads, the crown worn, on the uniforms of the Gazette officers in the Royal Barbados Police Force and those on the uniforms of members of the Barbados Defense Force, among other things, and gave the assurance that the spend would not drain the country's finances. He stressed that selecting a Barbadian head of state was simply about moving away from a monarchical system in order to make Barbadians a head of state, whom we will term our our president, we simply move from a monarchical system where our head of state is the Queen of England to a state of legal being where our head of state will be a Barbadian. He continued, in order for this to happen, we have to amend the Constitution so as to provide for Barbados to be a republic. Cabinet has agreed that we would not be changing our name to the Republic of Barbados. Mr. Marshall pointed out that the president would be ceremonial, just like the governor general, and carry out the same functions. So for those who are thinking that we would have a president that would be able to declare war, who would be able to exercise all manner of executive powers, that is not the case. Our president continues to be ceremonial in much of the same way as the governor general is ceremonial. The attorney general also fielded questions on citizenship rights under a republic, selecting the president by the electoral college, as opposed to the citizens making the choice whether the changes to the Constitution would give Barbadians living overseas the right to vote, and if the country would have to renegotiate its membership in international organizations. Investment Pitch reports that Relic Health Technologies, a rapidly growing global telemedicine company, has contracted to provide its propriety IUGO care platform to cardiology patients in Puerto Rico. Through its partnership with Digimed, Relic would provide IUGO care platform, care management services, and medical monitoring devices to more than 2,500 Medicare Advantage cardiology patients in Puerto Rico. Digimed 
a digital medicine service company, works with clinical providers and patients throughout Puerto Rico and Latin America. Using Relic Iugo's care software, Digimed allows providers to manage their patients' chronic conditions, adjust medications, and make treatment decisions based on real-time data. Based in Hamilton, Ontario, with offices in Florida and Texas, Relic specializes in developing innovative virtual care solutions for the multi-billion dollar healthcare market. The company's powerful IUGO care technology platform allows complex chronic disease patients to receive high quality care in the home and other community-based settings, thereby improving health outcomes, enhancing the quality of life for patients and families and reducing the cost of care delivery. IUGO Care provides real-time access to remote patient monitoring data, allowing for timely interventions by the care team to prevent costly hospital readmissions and emergency room visits. Dr. Lisa Crossley, CEO of Relic, stated, We are very pleased to be adding the new cardiology practice in Puerto Rico to our platform. We will be providing our IUGO Care software and care management services to over 2,500 cardiac patients who are covered by Medicare Advantage. We will also be supplying Medicare monitoring devices from our existing inventory to these patients. The company expects to generate an average revenue of $40 per patient per month for this deployment, as well as a one-time payment of more than $500,000 for supplying devices Onboarding has already started and is expected to be completed by the end of calendar year 2021. And finally, United States President Joe Biden has nominated Jamaican-American Damian William to be the United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York. The Southern District includes Manhattan, the Bronx, Westchester County, and other northern suburbs. President Biden announced Williams' nomination in August. If selected, Williams would be the first black individuals to serve in one of the most prestigious roles in prosecution. The office has been behind several major federal cases in recent years, including the Jeffrey Epstein sex trafficking investigation and recent inquiries into the Trump organization. He would replace acting U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss, who ascended to the office's top spot after former President Donald Trump fired attorney Preet Bharara. Damien was born in Brooklyn, New York. He is an assistant attorney in the district and once worked as a law clerk for Merrick Garland on the U.S. Court of Appeals, according to the White House. Williams, a Harvard University, University of Cambridge, and Yale Law School graduate, is the son of Jamaican immigrants. His nomination is now subject to official approval by the Senate. If confirmed, he would join Kristen Clark, Susan Rice, and Vice President Kamala Harris as members of the Biden-Harris Administration of Jamaican Heritage. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup, for Wednesday, September 8. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and follow us on Facebook.